that music means it is time for the Pilch Point with online editorial director of Laptop Magazine, Avram Pilch. This is proudly powered by the Tech Podcast Network. Avram, are you there? Yes, I am. Excellent. Hopefully, uh, whatever audio issues you were hearing before have gone away. That's better. Excellent. How have you been this week? Ah, good, good. It's been it's been a pretty uh, good week. Just catching up after CES, getting on target with some things. (laughs) Uh, You know, uh, a lot. It it felt like for the last like four weeks, everything was about preparing for that show. And now that it's over, it's sort of like, hey, what do I do now? Wow, all the stuff I was neglecting, all the all the stuff I had half reviewed and things like that before the show, uh, had had to get some some work done on it this week. Yeah, yeah. My my week has been mostly about communicating with people from CES, right? Dealing with all of that stuff. But yep. But now CES is complete. We can start talking about what the new year actually holds. But before we do that, Abram, go ahead and give them your contact information. So I'm the online editorial director of Laptop Magazine. You can fo- you can follow me on Twitter at Geek and Chief. Check out all of our news at LaptopMag.com or find me on Facebook or Google+. All right. So one of the trends that we're expecting to see this year is kind of a change in the way the world uses USB, right? Yes. So USB, we kind of take it for granted, but uh, it's it's going the way that you interact with USB is going to change in the next 12 months. You're going to see some really big developments in what is already the world's most popular connection. Uh, According to the USB Implementer Forum, which is the uh, industry consortium that uh, works on USB and advances it. Uh, and certifies all the products. Uh, there are 10 billion USB-enabled devices on uh, being used today, and four <laughs> and four billion of them were sold in 2013. Uh, 650 million or so of those were USB 3, but USB 3 is about to become old news because uh, the USB 3.1 standard has already been ratified. And this year we should start to see USB 3.1 enabled PCs and USB 3.1 devices, which is which are going to give you uh, more than double the speed of USB 3. So USB 3 uh, is capable of five gigabit, uh, theoretically capable of five gigabits per second, but there's about there's a, about a 20% overhead. Uh, that it has to deal with because of how it handles the protocol and compression, and that's even before any of your devices have overhead. So you're not, you're never actually going to get that five gigabit per second. In fact, when you translate it to megabytes, the best you'll ever see is maybe 450, uh, 450 megabytes if you had a really fast SSD hooked up via USB 3. Now that's not bad. That's pretty darn good, but. USB 3.1 is going to blow that out of the water, and it's going to be faster than the fastest SSD. So, in other words, if you've got a, the fastest SSD, it won't, and you want to connect it externally via USB 3.1, it won't be constrained. The bottleneck won't be the connection. Uh, so, uh, when I was at CES, I got to take a look at a demo where we saw a RAM disk running on USB 3.1. So, RAM disk being, you know, you're capable of getting thousands of 
uh, thousands of megabytes per second. And with USB 3.1, we got about 1.1 gigabytes uh, per second. So that's that's better than a RAID 0 array than two SSDs connected to each other. Uh, and that was transferred over USB 3.1. USB 3.1 is theoretically capable of 10 gigabit per second, which is the same as Thunderbolt. Um, and you're going to see, and you're going to see it this year. And the amount of overhead on USB 3.1 is maybe, you know, two and three percent, not twenty percent. So you get a lot closer to that theoretical maximum. Now, at the same time, this is going on. We also have, for the first time this year, uh, a chipset capable of delivering 4K video over standard USB 3.0. So. Uh, DisplayLink, which makes the chipsets that you find in all the portable monitors and all the USB uh, USB display docks on the market today, they at CES showed a 4K chipset. So you'll be able to transfer, be able to connect to a 4K monitor over your existing USB 3 connection, and you can only imagine how much better that's going to be when you when you have the bandwidth of USB 3.1. So that's going to be huge. And when you see how industry adoption has gone for USB, yes, there was a little bit of a, a lull there in like 2011, 2010, when we first started to see USB 3.0 and you know it wasn't on the chipsets of all the motherboards, so it was a little bit harder to come by. Now you can't buy a notebook pretty much without getting USB 3.0. You're even seeing it on phones. So USB 3.1, we're going to start to see it this year, uh, and it's you know in a year or two, it's going to be probably going to be everywhere, uh, just like USB 3.0 is starting to be everywhere now. Now, one of the big complaints about USB uh, ever since uh, it first came out in the in the mid 90s, uh, technically, I think the first USB devices were 1996, but the major um, you start only start to really see critical mass of devices in 98. Even so, that's that's a long time ago. Uh, the problem ever since then is, you know, how many times have you tried to plug something in, you thought you had it the right way, and then you realize, uh-oh, uh, uh-oh, this USB, I have it upside down. Now, you can't plug it in upside down, but what a pain it is to have to keep doing this. Well, uh, starting this spring, we're going to see uh, we're going to see a prototype of the USB-C connector, which is going to go both ways. It's going to be small, like the micro USB, but it's going to be reversible and it's going to give you, you know, pretty high speeds. It will be compatible with USB 3.1. It will be compatible um, with USB power delivery. Now, of all of these things that are going on with USB, I have to say, I think USB power delivery is the biggest deal and one that we hope will will see the most progress this year. Um, at the big problem in the laptop space now with is your AC adapter is proprietary. If you want, if the biggest fragmentation, bigger than Android fragmentation, Windows fragmentation, AC adapter fragmentation. If you have a Lenovo notebook, if you have a HP notebook, a Dell, your power connector won't be compatible with somebody else's. Uh, in fact, even within the same brand, sometimes there are different connectors, which makes it kind of a hellish nightmare when you buy an external battery or an external ch third-party charger and it has to come with 10 different heads 
which is which is crazy and it usually doesn't have all the heads you need well uh, USB has come up with a solution USB power delivery will deliver a hundred watts of power over a USB cable it will also uh, deliver data at USB 3 speeds so you can I saw a demo where you had a laptop that had been modified connected to connected to a dock where it was getting both it was getting power 65 watts of power from the dock and sending back HD video to a monitor that was also connected to the dock over one wire so that's going to be a huge deal it's hopefully if the manufacturers adopt it uh, and we expect them to start adopting it but they'll be a little bit reticent because they love and I'm sure Apple won't adopt it because they're Apple they'll be but it's going to be a big deal because every time you buy a new notebook, you're not going to have to throw your AC adapter away. You can keep it, which reduces e-waste, and that's why we have that policy going right now with, with smartphone chargers all being micro USB. Well, in the near future, your laptop or your large tablet, uh, which today needs a proprietary AC adapter, will be able to use a USB adapter using USB power delivery. If it goes the way that micro USB went, uh, the e oh excuse me the EU may force the the laptop manufacturers to go with it, um, and then of course we'll have the pleasure of having a a proprietary adapter for Apple since we know they won't ever adopt it ever. Yeah, government reg. I mean, sad but true. Government regulation may be may be needed to like really make it a standard but i do think that some of the oems are going to see the benefit of this even though they love selling you 65 dollars love selling you replacement chargers for 65 dollars it also kind of gets them i mean i don't know how big of a revenue stream that really is for the hps and lenovo's of the world versus hey maybe we can you know we can have something that's kind of standard if it's a standard it might be cheaper to manufacture so hopefully they'll see they'll see a benefit for them in this technology it certainly makes docking um incredibly easy right now how many right now if you want a docking station for your notebook you have a couple of choices either you buy a notebook that takes the proprietary docking station that's just from that manufacturer or you buy something like a Targus dock, which you still have to run to USB, uh, run to your USB port. And a couple of these docks have different tips that you can use for power. Uh, there's a Targus dock that's like 150 bucks that does this that that I have that's pretty cool. But you know, I think the, from the perspective of docking stations, it's just going to be a much better docking experience if you just have to use one wire. Now. That also maybe cuts into their sales of proprietary docking stations because they can use any third-party uh, station you want rather than having to buy the HP one or the Dell one or the Lenovo one. But uh, it certainly is good for the good for the consumer, good for the business, especially good for IT customers because they don't want to have to have a million different incompatible AC adapters sitting in the closet for when somebody loses one. So. I think that's going to be a big deal, and you're going to see it start this year. Uh, that's what USBIF tells the implementer forum. People tell me we're going to start to see some maybe as soon as this summer, and uh, and then it's going to start to increase over time. And 
hopefully, hopefully we do see we do see the movement toward it like we did with the, with phones because it's been incredibly helpful for phones. Definitely. So 2014, not the year of the dragon, my friends. No, 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 no. The year of the USB. That is the I mean, official word. I mean, you could you could say almost that every year is a year of USB, but with these four major developments on tap, uh, USB power delivery, a reversible C connector, high sp- super speed plus USB, otherwise known as USB 3.1, and and having uh, you know 4K video de- delivered over USB, you're really making taking what is already the the uh, king of ports. And, and extending its dominance onto the future. Uh, it doesn't look good for solutions like Thunderbolt, even though now Thunderbolt is going to be double the speed at 20 gigabit per second. Uh, the, just the low cost and the ubiquity of USB uh, mean that it's going to continue to be the dominant wired connection for years to come. Anything else is like like thunder like Thunderbolt is, is going to be a boutique connection like Firewire. Right. I, for one speak for i think one billion people when i say i'm ready for it so avram where can they go to read more on this plus everything else so check out laptopmag.com to see all of our news including on usb and ces and all the great products that we've reviewed uh follow me on twitter at geek and chief or look for me on facebook or google plus by by my name avram great stuff as always and uh i i cannot wait to see what you come up with us for us for next week. Great. See you guys. We'll talk to you then.